This week on Let's Connect. I do believe that when we move through this process of dealing with difficult people and we finally catch the lesson we're supposed to learn and as a result we might offer them a gift back and we start feeling that sort of inner peace around it um you know that you've moved through it when you're in a place of gratitude when you are no longer being hooked into the story of it welcome to let's connect my name is Keith McPherson and I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this next episode. Let's Connect is a podcast that interviews people from all walks of life who have inspiring stories to share about who they are and who they're becoming. As a life coach and someone who's genuinely curious about connecting with people, spirituality, mindfulness, and what this world is all about, I'm here to ask powerful questions, share my insights as well and to really connect on a deep level to help us all grow in awareness of who we really are. So sit back, relax, and let's connect. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Connect, everyone. I'm so glad you've decided to join me today. We are going to be having a discussion today on how to deal with difficult people in your life. Uh, what do you do when someone's in your life crossing boundaries and trying to take advantage of you? How do you set things straight and get it back into a place of flow and alignment and peace? How do you make peace with difficult people? This is a topic that is close to my heart, to be honest. Uh, as a life coach, I find that if, very often my, my buttons get pressed when I'm coaching, and it's a constant practice to self-manage, to not... Um, let it get the best of me, so to speak. And it was uh, yesterday I was in conversation with a really, really good friend of mine. And she just kind of reminded me of this, you know, she, we were talking and she was sharing about how her mother-in-law is driving her bonkers right now. Her mother-in-law is basically coming over every week and telling her how to run the, the house and how to look after her kids and <laughs> what they should have for dinner and how she should cook. And oh my goodness, it goes on and on. And, and she was just in a bit of a fury and I just totally sympathized with her. Um, I haven't actually had the, uh, well, I'm going to say gift because it's, it's going to come full circle, but I haven't had the gift of having a mother-in-law that drives me bonkers. I've had the gift, another kind of gift, which is an incredible mother-in-law. But with that being said, there are people in my life that at times really do push my buttons as well. And, you know, the, the know-it-alls for sure, or uh, people that, you know, critique the people that tell you criticize and kind of act like they know it all and you don't and oh difficult people <laughs> how do you deal with them so today i, I want to spend this episode giving some perspective to this and how we can move into a space of peace in those kinds of relationships so my friend hopefully you're listening this is for you and for all of you friends that uh, are dealing with difficult people in your life um, maybe it is an in-law. <laughs> okay. So um, first thing that comes to mind is number one, when somebody pushes your buttons and causes you stress, strain, knocks you off your chair, I think one of the most important things to do is to take a deep breath. It's always coming back to the breath, especially in the work I do with mindfulness. Take a deep breath and get centered because otherwise you're going to go into this space of reactive mode reactivity is our common um, response when we're threatened. You know, one of our human desires is to feel safe. 
And when our safety gets threatened by somebody telling us we're not doing a good job, right away our our reaction is to go into a place of either complying, which means we just Uh, agree and we say yes of course sorry uh, I'm sorry and we apologize profusely and we you know just say yes and agree and inside feel like total crap <laughs> some of us go into more of a protective space where we just retaliate back and we get angry and we're like how dare you say that and then things escalate and it becomes a war of reactivity uh, others go into a place of perfectionism and they take it personally and they feel like they failed and so they try even harder to win the approval of the difficult person these are just some of the patterns that i notice especially when i'm coaching Uh, and and also in myself, where where we go, my tendency tends to go to the place of complying. When I get criticism, I often just agree and I say yes. But inside, I just it tears me up inside. So um, I think one of the m- most important things we can do is take a breath, slow down, notice that we're going into reactivity, and pause and recalculate, recalibrate. Uh, once you've got yourself together with a deep breath, or maybe you take, if it takes a day away from that person or some time, some space, take it. Second thing, go to a good place within yourself and don't take it personally. Now, this is very easy for me to say conceptually, but to embody that where it's like, don't take it personally and go to a good place is a real challenge at times. But really, I mean it. Um, with space, I find this is an easier practice. Uh, by taking the pause, by taking the deep breath, by taking the week off from that person, um, that can really, really shift your mindset because you're no longer stuck in that rut and that routine of reactivity. So go to a good place within yourself and don't take it personally. Um, there's a piece of writing that has really inspired me, and it's by an author named Don Miguel Ruiz. If you're not familiar with Don's writing, he's written a book called The Four Agreements, and he also wrote a book called The Mastery of Love. Both books highly recommended. Uh, I'm going to read you an excerpt out of one of his books right now. I believe it's The Four Agreements that this came from, and it's all about not taking things personally. He writes, Whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world. Even when a situation seems so personal, even if others insult you directly, It has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Isn't that powerful? It's like it's their own inner story going on. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magicians, he calls them. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, You eat it up. Even the opinions you have about yourself are not necessarily true. Therefore, you don't need to take whatever you hear in your own mind personally. Don't take anything personally because by taking things personally, you set yourself up to suffer for nothing. When we really see other people as they are without taking it personally, 
we can never be hurt by what they say or do. Even if others lie to you, it is okay. They are lying to you because they are afraid. I'm going to say that again. They are lying to you because they are afraid. There is a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when you take nothing personally. You become immune to black magicians, and no spell can affect you regardless of how strong it may be. The whole world can gossip about you, and if you don't take it personally, you're immune. Someone can intentionally send emotional poison, and if you don't take it personally, you will not eat it. When you don't take the emotional poison, it becomes even worse in the sender, but not in you. As you make a habit of not taking anything personally, you won't need to place, you won't need to place uh, your trust in what others do or say. You will only need to trust yourself to make responsible choices. You are never responsible for the actions of others. You are only responsible for you. When you truly understand this and refuse to take things personally, you can hardly be hurt by the careless comments or actions of others. If you keep this agreement, you can travel around the world with your heart completely open and no one can hurt you. You can say, I love you, without fear of being ridiculed or rejected. You can ask for what you need. It is so liberating <laughs> to hear these words from Don Miguel Ruiz. I am so grateful for that man. And as I'm reading that, I just hope you're hearing this and it's resonating soundly with you. Don't take things personally. This is where your freedom exists. So that's really, really important. Um, the next piece of this, how do we deal with difficult people? Another tip, if this person was showing up to teach you a lesson, what would they unconsciously be trying to teach you? I think this is so interesting that people show up in our lives and if you could wear the lens of they're actually playing a role unconsciously, like they're not aware of it often, to teach you something. It's like, what is the lesson this person is trying to teach me? You know, if it's your mother-in-law telling you that you're not doing anything right, um, maybe unconsciously she's playing the role of that sort of nagging person to make you stop in your tracks and stand in your power and put your foot down and say, well, this is just who I am and this is what I need to do. Maybe they're teaching you that lesson, you know? I often have shared in my past about a, a relationship I was in that wasn't the best, you know? I, I was dating this woman who I turned out to be a, a serial cheater. She cheated on me multiple times. And every time she cheated on me, I kept taking her back in the relationship until finally I just put my foot down and said, enough, like this is not a behavior I tolerate and we're done. And breaking up with her at the time was so painful. And I, it was like, it took every ounce of me to, to make that phone call and just cut it off. But what I realized now when I look back is she was actually a teacher for me. Although at the time it was so difficult. She was a teacher trying to teach me how to love myself, how to not put up with that behavior. Now, if you can take that lens or see it that way, difficult people are actually teachers and they've come in to try to teach you something. And you may find that once you've learned the lesson, they no longer show up in your life anymore. They actually run away or they change. It's incredible how that transformation happens. So just contemplate that, you know, think of somebody that's been driving you crazy and pushing all your buttons. What is this person trying to teach me? 
what is the lesson that they're trying to convey through this, I'm not accepting this behavior, but what are they trying to teach me here about myself? Really interesting. Um, Another one, if you could offer them a gift back, what would it be? (laughs) So this is also a tall order, but oftentimes difficult people, like as Don Miguel Ruiz was speaking about, have their own story going on in their mind, and they've come to you uh, for an update of some sort. And if you catch it and you're aware of it, you know, what does this person actually need right now? Do they need you to tell them the the bitter truth or the, the hard truth of, no, that's not going to work for me in this relationship? Do they need you to tell them, um, you know, right now, your behavior is just coming across in a way that's not serving you the best? Do they need you to speak truth? Do they need you to actually put a boundary up and uh, stop the behavior from happening by cutting them off in your life? You know, just get curious. This might be a gift for them. Oftentimes, people that are bullying us or are difficult with us, they don't even know they're doing it. So maybe a gift you could offer them back is telling them your truth of your experience and not from a place of revenge or reactivity or anger, but just telling them the truth of of what you're experiencing from them with the intention of perhaps giving them the gift of truth so that they might shift and become aware. Another tall order, isn't it? But try it out, you know? Um, The next one, stand in your power and love on them deeply. I, I think this is, wow, this is asking a lot for us, especially in relationships that are driving us crazy. But if we can find in our heart of hearts some compassion for that person and realize that in fact, they are the ones suffering, trying to give their poison to us to take. And when we can just pause for a moment and stand in our power and have compassion and love on them deeply. And love on them deeply but doesn't mean that you necessarily have to have a conversation with them and tell them, you know, I'm loving on you and I have compassion for you. This might be just a silent practice of your own. When they come up in your mind, just go to a good place and send them love back. Just send them love back. And I'm not saying downplay what they did. I'm just, what I'm suggesting here is that when you go to a good place in your mind, uh, things start changing. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That was Wayne Dyer that quoted that many times in his lectures that I was at, and uh, such a great teaching. When you change the way you look at people, the people you look at change. So stand in your power and love on them deeply. Finally, a final practice here is gratitude for their presence in your life. I do believe that when we move through this process of dealing with difficult people, and we finally catch the lesson we're supposed to learn. And as a result, we might offer them a gift back and we start feeling that sort of inner peace around it. Um, You know that you've moved through it when you're in a place of gratitude, when you are no longer being hooked into the story of it, when you can take a meta view or a bird's eye view and rise up above it and, and look down at it and go, wow, I'm so grateful that happened because if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have updated, or I wouldn't have had life the way it is right now. I think the most important thing here to to realize is that if you just sit back and allow people to beat you up, so to speak, and, uh, you know, consider that you're a victim of it for the rest of your life, you're enabling the pattern. And, you know, it's, it's like literally dealing with somebody that has an addiction, you know, it's, it, it could be a similar kind of analogy to that. You know, if you if you tolerate the behavior and don't put your foot down and name it, it's not going to change. It's going to continue. So we are being called on to be 
powerful in our present moment and truthful in our present moment and name the truth. And when we do that, we're liberated, we're free. So I hope this is inspiring you. It's, uh, I'm sending you so much love if you are in this situation right now, dealing with someone difficult in your life. And uh, I pray right now that you find the courage, the strength, the words of truth, the heart of truth to navigate the situation. If you need any support on it, I'm also here, so reach out. I wanted to tell you about um, a meditation practice at my website. It's called a Metta Meditation. Metta in Sanskrit, um, the English translation of Metta means loving kindness practice. And uh, it's a guided meditation, about 15 minutes. It's at my website. It's also on Insight Timer. And it takes you through a practice of sending loving kindness out, cultivating that within yourself, the feeling and embodiment of loving kindness, and then sharing that with the, the people around you. When we go to a good place, everything changes. So I wish you that. And I thank you so much as well for being here and tuning in. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it. Uh, stay in touch. Send me your questions, comments. I welcome all feedback. Let's update and grow each other in all the ways we can. And until next time, everybody, be well, be safe, and I'll see you on the next episode of Let's Connect. All right, well, that concludes another episode of Let's Connect, and I hope that it's inspired you as much as it has me. Thank you so much for tuning in, and remember to subscribe to both the YouTube channel and the podcast channel, and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Let's Connect.